0: I'm gonna make a resolution right here to take uh, more concise notes, but. Hello everybody and welcome back to Family Theology and Me. I believe this is episode seven. The last episode we scheduled, I looked it up, it was December 9th of 2020, um, so it's been a while. A lot has happened to me. I got COVID uh, seven days before Christmas.
1: That's I always think. a fun time. It is a
0: fun time. I did not have it that bad, so um, Holly, my wife, had it worse, but the kids had it. We breezed through it. We're fine. The kids don't want to wear masks now, but where we are in Indiana... <laughs> You still have to wear masks when you go into a place, so we do. But it's
1: getting better. I can actually take all my kids to my son's wrestling match tomorrow. Which, can you really? Which is a new thing in just
0: the last couple of weeks. So, <sighs> That's uh, awesome. It seems like it's getting, getting better all over. So, Travis, have you walked into an establishment not wearing a mask? Um, I did.
1: I was just thinking about that because I just came from the bank. Yeah. And probably four or five months ago, I went into this bank went in, did my whole thing of filling out the um, deposit ticket, handing it to the lady, walking out. And when I got out, somebody was coming in with a mask on, and I'm like, I never put mine on. I had it in my pocket, (laughs) um, and I'd been running to other errands. So every other place, I would grab it out of my pocket, put it on. And I was not trying to be rebellious or anything. I just totally spaced it. And it had been several months that we'd been wearing them, so it wasn't like the first time... And I just forgot.
0: I've had the same thing happen to me. And uh, did you notice any like uh, funny looks your direction?
1: No, I didn't um, until maybe that last person as I was walking out, them wondering. Um, There was really nobody else in there. The teller and the teller didn't say anything. Um, If she would have just said, hey, do you have a mask? I would have immediately put it on and apologized. But nobody said anything. And I just (laughs) walked in.
0: I've had it. I've done that a couple times, and the one time I noticed, looks, I was run. I ran into Goodwill because I have a uh, full zip, like North Face jacket on. It's a lightweight one, but I thought we accidentally gave it to Goodwill, okay. and I got it for Christmas. So I, I'm running into Goodwill trying to find it, and so I'm walking up and down the aisles, and I keep passing this one gentleman. And every time I pass him, he kind of looks at me and kind of backs off. And I'm just kind of thinking, this guy's kind of acting weird. And then as I left, I went out and I saw someone coming in. I'm like, oh, I forgot my mask. And no wonder he was looking at me funny. So, uh, you know, I guess uh, funny things that uh, happen in the midst of everything. So today, uh, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. And you might be asking, it's the end of February. Why are you talking about New Year's resolutions at the end of February? Any ideas?
1: Any, no ideas. Why are so, we talking about New Year's resolutions at the end of February? Most
0: people will get into, like, if you do New Year's resolutions. Because we
1: celebrate the Chinese New Year's, and it's the beginning of Good that. Good guess, Is but it, no. no.
0: Most New Year's resolutions, uh, most people uh, stop doing their New Year's resolutions in like the middle of February. So this would be the time people are like, ah, I stopped doing my New Year's resolutions. So I figured I most people stopped
1: so on January 3rd. Well, that so. could
0: maybe I'll have to go back and look uh, at the Google site that said it was the middle of February. So maybe uh, an up-to-date one. So New Year's resolutions. Travis, do you make New Year's resolutions?
1: It depends on the year. Yeah. So I am not stringent. Like every New Year, I make resolutions. Um, um but I have, especially the last few years, been trying to revisit my life and what's going on in my life um, around the New Year's. And so um, I don't know that I would call them resolutions because the most of the times that I've done it, it's been the middle of January. I don't even think I made it to the middle of February that I've broken them. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you do resolutions? Uh,
0: I think Yes. Uh, probably a a lot in the same manner that you do. Like, my biggest New Year's resolution, and I'll admit this now, uh, is, like, reading the Bible in a year. It's been that way probably for years now, maybe five, six, seven, eight years. And I never, ever have made it through reading the Bible in the year. So, like, last year you, like, fall behind, and it's like... So I had this idea, well, if I double up, I can get it done, and, you know, it was like october and i still had half the bible to read so i just kind of gave up so i started that again this year uh and i am uh well i take that back i am like maybe two days behind right now but um i do do them i think uh i think new year's resolutions are good i i I agree with you i don't think maybe new year's resolutions is the right word but i think just taking account of um what you want to accomplish that year is good. Uh, and I have some reasons for that we'll get into later. But let me ask you this. Do you think these resolutions or these taking account of your life, are they wise? And uh, if so, why are they?
1: I think it depends on how you do it. Um, I would say that most people, their New, new Year's resolutions are not wise. Um, one, I don't think most people put thought into them. And second, they don't take them seriously. And so why even waste the time of figuring out, hey, I want to lose weight this year. I want to, you know, uh, play with my kids more. I want to do this at work or I want to work less and not be such a workaholic when you're just it's just a, a dream. And there's no goal to it. There's no real motivation behind it. It's just, hey, this is what I want to do this year. Um And it can also lead to discouragement if you don't put the plan in place behind it. So I say, hey, I want to lose weight. And I make that on on January 1st. January 2nd, I go to somebody's house where they're having a, uh, I don't know, an after New Year's party or birthday party or whatever. and, And I just eat. And I eat whatever. I have three pieces of cake and two bowls of ice cream and everything else they're serving. Well then, I'm just discouraged because I didn't follow my New Year's resolution. Mm. So if you, so it becomes unwise. Now, if you do them correctly, which I would say that the correct, the correct method, or not really a method. You can there's lots of methods, but but some things you need to do is um, really sit down, spend some time thinking, uh, praying um, through those, deciding as with a spouse. And or with your whole family, what do we want to do? Um, then and really putting plans to those resolutions, then they become goals instead of
0: just dreams. Mm-hmm. And I think those can be very wise. Yeah, I think you make a good distinction there. Like so often, like weight loss, you know, everyone says, "I, I want to lose weight this year," mm-hmm. but it's more of, um, like I said, it's a thought and there's no action or no plan behind it. And I think that's so true on, on how, to, uh, how to accomplish or how to fulfill these resolutions or I think you should say goals is to have a plan. Uh, so for instance, I mentioned I have a plan to read the Bible. Uh, now I've done this before, but now I have it uh, on my calendar. So step number, like plan 1.2 for me is, is, I think in the years past I used to have like a printout sheet of paper and you could check them off. Now it's on my calendar. So every time I open my computer, I see the Bible verses up there, so I know where I'm at. And also, I've gone online and I I do it five out of the seven days, so weekends can be a catch-up. So that's kind of helped as well. Um, But I I do think it's very good, you say, like you have a plan as opposed to just a wish. Um, And there's many books out there. One was, I think it was Cal Newport and he wrote this book called Deep Work, and his goal was a lot, of, he wrote about a lot of the same things, like people always wanna do these things, they wanna have habits. Actually, maybe it was a different book. Not the part of it, but basically, the point is like, if you wanna do a habit which like losing weight is, or reading your Bible is, make it easy for you. They say like, look, willpower is going to stop. You can only go so long on just, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. So for instance, an example would be like, if you wanna run every day, set your running shoes, like where you get dressed, so they're already out. You don't have to go find them. If you want to read the Bible every day, uh, you know, if for instance, I drink coffee in the morning, so put your coffee cup uh, on top of your Bible, so then you're picking up your coffee cup, which, you know, that's a habit, you know, if you're a coffee drinker, you just do. And then, you know, it's there in front of you, and you're making it easy to say, yeah, I have to sit down and do it. Um, and your example of having a plan, you know, of like, hey, you go to someone's Super Bowl party, and all they have is junk food, uh, that I have a plan knowing like hey I know I'm going to eat this before or I'm I'm only going to do this and you're not cuz so often what what happens is you know you get there and you're like oh I'm not going to read the bible today and then you forget about it cuz it's in your bookshelf or like in you know the food case like well I'll just cheat here but then cheating becomes a long time yeah, yeah.
1: And, and so I mean that's I mean we've talked about my weight loss journey and that was one of the things that they talked about when you go to a party um, like there, everybody on this online community um, puts out this buffalo chicken dip, which I don't really like buffalo chicken, so I've never made it. But it's it's a healthy thing that doesn't necessarily look like it's healthy, and you can go there and you can eat that. And so you take that product mm-hmm. that to the the party, so you have something. Um, or what I do is I just set my mind that hey, while I'm here, this is what I'm going to eat. I'm going to take veggies and I will eat veggies and, and I can do that. If it's just my willpower, it's hard to do. Um, and that's the same thing with the Bible. I mean, or running or whatever. Uh, and one thing, uh, one, I don't remember where I was hearing it It may have been on Dave Ramsey's Entre Leadership Podcast, uh, which I listened to a lot that they said, when you do a goal or when you were developing a habit, figure out the least thing that you can do to be happy with it and so what it, what it is is like I want a fitness goal well my my I can say well I want to work out an hour every day mm-hmm. well some days that's not gonna work um, just because you're busy and you have other things to do or you know the hour of sleep is what you really need as opposed to the hour of exercise so she set the goal of I'm gonna do 10 minutes that's my goal every day i'm going to do 10 minutes and because we can all squeeze in 10 minutes on the treadmill or 10 minutes someplace else uh in exercise now some days she would do a 45 minute workout because she had time and mm. it felt right but she her le- least that she did was 10 minutes and i, I think that kind of goes along with the your reading plan right uh i want to do i want to read the bible every day but I know that's that's not going to happen. So the plan I have is five out of seven days. Mm-hmm. And so if I get to that to Saturday and I haven't read all five days, I'll make it up. Or if I get to Saturday, I have read all five days and I'm excited to read it again, then I'll just go to Monday and read and read ahead and be... Yeah. be okay with
0: that now i will say in my bible reading plan i'm coming to the end of exodus and starting leviticus so we'll give you, you another see update what it we'll give you see another update next time yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be i might have uh might have lost it but uh but yeah so those are good things like you know exercise instead of you know i want to run a marathon this year say hey i want to work out 10 minutes yeah. and then see where you're at and i know like talking to my wife a lot um a lot of times you can get discouraged because you don't see immediate results but i'll say look why don't you wait? let's just, like, wait. Don't weigh yourself every day, weigh yourself every week. You know, don't set a goal for I want to lose X amount of pounds. Say, I want to weigh this much at the end of the year. So then, you know, you're giving yourself kind of 365 days uh, to get there. Now, that's something I tried because I want to lose some weight. I say I want to weigh this, um, but maybe I need to reschedule because I was kind of losing weight and then I got lax and then I've kind of crept back up. So what would you say to people where that kind of uh, – Yo-yo effects happening.
1: Well, that's always a hard thing. Um, but I think there's there's two things and, and both of these I've learned from this weight loss program. Um, one is to figure out your why. So they talk about the and this is why why do I want to lose weight? Um, you know if your why is I want to lose weight because um, I want to have the best looking body you're probably really not going to care about mm-hmm. that. That Most people's why that doesn't work. But I want to lose weight so that I can be healthy, so that I can play with my kids without being winded. When you want yeah. to eat that piece of chocolate cake, you go and say, you know what, my kids are more important than my, this piece of chocolate mm. cake. And, and, and that's really figuring out why you're doing something. So why are you reading the Bible? Because... I want to tell everybody that I read the Bible in a year. That's probably not going to be good. But what I want is when I'm 60, I want to have the Bible just flowing out of me mm-hmm. like I see my pastor doing or I see this other person doing. And, and that's a person I want to emulate. And I know that the reason that happens is because he has read it daily daily. Mm-hmm. um not necessarily in a legalistic fashion but in a in a fashion that he just constantly is reading the bible um so that now he can speak speak that out so so think of your why um um and i had a very great second reason and you i forgot. And, and i forgot i got you, I got you I, off track didn't because I? I started speaking the why <laughs> um so so what was the question the
0: yo-yo effect yeah like if you, um, if you if your new year's goal is going to opt like you if made if some you're going, progress and some going progress backwards going the
1: opposite oh I know the other one um, they talk about uh, what are they called non-numeric um, victories so in uh, non I don't know non so not not looking to the scale mm-hmm. and not just looking to the weight loss So look at other things that you're accomplishing because you are doing that. So because a lot of times you look and you say, "Ah, crap, I thought I did pretty well, but I gained a pound. Yeah. Or I cheated and I gained a pound. Well, forget about that, but look at what were you doing better? And so I I saw this. Um, I was – a couple months ago I was exercising three to five times a week just doing this uh, s- stupid girly video no, no, that sounded bad <laughs> this this uh this video uh that I you know the like aerobics type things right. that I make fun of my wife for doing and stuff um but I was doing that three to five times a week mm-hmm. and um and I stopped doing it uh I don't remember why but there was a good reason um I, I can't whatever i did i stopped doing it and didn't do it for about three weeks partly was looking and saying eh, it wasn't doing a lot of good well i just kind of leaned over to pick something up and i'm like man three weeks ago when i was doing this video i would just do that and wouldn't think about it yeah. now i'm a little stiff and feel and i can feel that and i'm like that's because i stopped stretching yeah. moving and all of that so um Look at why. What are you? What are you gaining? So I realized after I'd stopped that I was gaining, um, um, gaining just flexibility and mobility by doing that little exercise I was doing. And I've also noticed in my life that um, sometimes, some days, I'll do work and I'll just uh, watch TV on my phone while I'm doing work. Mm And when I do that over and over, or the other option is to listen to podcasts, and my podcasts are mostly uplifting a lot of sermons. And so when I get in the habit of doing the sermons and the uplifting podcasts, um, my temper, my agitation is a lot less than when I'm watching the TV. Um, And so you look and you can see those those victories that aren't necessarily the victories you were looking for.
0: That's interesting. Uh, So one of the things you mentioned, the the figuring out your why, and and like I've heard that before, but then connecting the dots of actually saying, okay, like Holly and I, like our why is, look, we want to get in shape because like we're older, our kids are younger, you know, in 20 years when our kids are having kids, we want, you know, I'll be pushing 70 and we want to be able to function. And, And so some of that starts, you know, getting in shape now. Uh, But actually in the moment, connecting the dots between, hey, my grandkids 20, 30 years down the road or this temporary piece of chocolate cake right here. Uh, And then the other thing is uh, noticing the small differences that maybe when we set our goal of, hey, I want to lose 30 pounds, you're not going to see until a year later. But the simple things of, hey, knowing that when I used to bend over, I didn't have this issue or, you know, hey, I remember reading the Bible, this specific thing. Um, and some of that would be good to write down as
1: you're going through that journey, mm. here's where I am. You know, I, I'm not a big journaler, but I understand the, I look at people who are and understand why it's important. But, but again, back to the weight loss, when I started, my coach made me take pictures mm. of myself and I'm like, this is dumb. I don't want to do it. But he said, send me pictures. So I sent him pictures. I lost 30 pounds, I think, and he said, how do you feel? I said, I, I don't feel any different. I don't see the change. Yeah, my pants may be a little looser, but I don't really notice it. He said, okay, send me pictures again. So I sent him pictures, and he sent me back side-by-side side of where I was and where I am with the weight, and I'm like, crap, I see it. Yeah. But I, I honestly did not see it till then. Yeah. And so, you know, the the weight loss is easier because you can, you know, there's numerical goals and you can see the change. But like reading the Bible, you know, well, how are you feeling? What are you doing when you started? And then again 3 months later, how are what are you doing? How are you feeling now? Mm-hmm. And compare those. I I would be shocked if you're not. Feeling if you're truly you're not if you're not just reading the Bible as fast as you can so you can check it off the list, even then I think you would still see some benefit, right? Um,
0: But to really understand where you were and where you are, and and I think the other and I just again connecting the dots you talked about like when you look when I read the Bible and when I, I listen to God's Word, I find I'm less. Uh, I don't get as mad. I don't get all that. And so often, what do we see? The Bible says, you know, fruits of the Spirit are, you know, love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness. And like, well, okay, how do I get that? Um, but what you see is you get it in the little increments of reading God's Word daily. And, and, and you don't, it's like the weight loss. You don't necessarily just arrive. You don't just drop 20 pounds. It's that those small steps that get you. You don't just become more Christ-like. It's the small steps of, of doing, of reading the Bible, of doing things that actually transform you, which Romans twelve two would say the transforming of your mind to get there. Um, so yeah, those are fascinating. So it's almost more like, yes, New Year's resolutions goals are good, but uh, let's see the, uh, is it forest through the trees or the trees through the forest? You, I'm using it the opposite way here. So. Yeah,
1: you, you forget the, you don't see the trees because of the forest. Yeah,
0: so we want to see those trees. Yeah. We want to see the gradual steps of improvement as opposed to, well, I just want to get here because getting to the end point uh, gets there. And that was so true. Like Holly and I have I've lost weight before and similar examples. We used uh, this one lady as kind of a diet coach and she never saw us, but she was always like, hey, you know, send me your your numbers, your numbers, and then. At a kid's basketball game, I was, like, standing behind her in line, and she turned around, and she didn't recognize me. And I I said, you know, it's me, Rick. And she just, like, the expression on her face from how much weight I had lost. Um, And so I think, you know, as we're going through the day-to-day process, we don't see the benefits of it because we're used to it. And so I think that's good to keep in mind. And and
1: it's the same way going the opposite way, Mm -hmm. of gaining weight or – not reading your Bible, we, we don't necessarily see the negative effect of it either. Mm -hmm.
0: And so, so then a couple of, uh, I think we've determined here, like one is your why is probably more important one of the most important things, but then also having an account of a person to hold you accountable is, is, is our means, uh, to help you fulfill your new year's resolutions or your goals. Yeah. Do you, um, do you do these goals with your wife? I do not, but I think I'm, going, well, let me take that back. Uh, we, we have kind of a general, hey, we both want to lose weight. Um, but I would say one of the things, uh, you know, like, I, I tend to, I so my wife and I are different in that, so anybody can get a to-do list and say, write a to-do list, okay? Uh, but if you're, want my thing is like I think I'm, I I have a tendency to be lazy and not do things. So I can make a list, but that's all I ever do. I never get to the to do part. Whereas my wife's the opposite. She doesn't need a list because she in her mind she might have, but she's always doing, always doing, always doing. So for me, there has to be a point of where I say, look, I have list, but that that doesn't mean it gets done. You actually have to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe Rogan will say, you know, with working out, he'll say, you know, if if I only worked out when I wanted to, I would be a fat person. Now he uses a lot more colorful language than, than I will. But, but the point is like, you have to do things when you don't feel like doing them. Uh, and I think for me, a lot of times, uh, I had buddies in college. I was supposed to paint my parents' house. And I, I will just say, I don't remember, I don't remember this accurately as they do, but they would always joke with me like that I would get up cause I lived in an apartment on campus and my parents lived 20 minutes away and I was supposed to go paint the house cause it was wood plank siding and, and so I would say, you know what, it's, it's supposed to rain today. I'm not even going to go out and do it. Uh, and then it wouldn't, you know, that was my excuse. Um, so all to say is that there, there are, you know, my wife and I kind of come from two different places. So to accomplish your goal or your resolution might mean uh, something slightly different. It's something I like that my um,
1: brother-in-law and sister-in-law do, uh, they have three kids, like 13, 10, and 7, or something like that. And they sit down as a family, and they wouldn't call them resolutions, Mm -hmm. but they kind of, as a family, say, what would you like to do this year? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so it could be, uh, you know, something that, hey, I want to go to Kings Island. And, you know, it could be something greater than that, but it could just be something. Hey, I want to do this one trip, and so it, it kind of helps them plan their their year as a family to sit down and get input from everybody. And so you know, we could look at it. My wife and I and our kids could look at it, and, and you know, this may be the year that I want to really accomplish this at work,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so. You know, my work, I'm, I'm trying to start some businesses uh, to help impo- impoverish people around the world. And so, you know, maybe one of my things, that what I want to accomplish is I really want to focus on these two new businesses and get them up and running. You know, and Maranatha, my wife, maybe, you know, I really want to um, have a, a peaceful, um, life in our our family um, you know and Joseph our 13 year old may be I want to play as many video games as possible mm-hmm. um, we may have veto we may veto that <laughs> one um, and you know one of the others may say hey I want to go to a water park or, or whatever but I think that would be a, a, a interesting thing to do as a family and sit down so that everybody feels like their voice is heard and everybody has a little, thought in what we want to do as a family this year
0: now so that was kind of uh i had that on my little list of no. things to talk about are do you think goal setting or resolution setting is good for kids
1: i think some of it depends on the kid
0: yeah um
1: um there are and i can see the difference just take the take our older two uh, our 13 year old i don't think he needs goal setting He needs to learn how to take the steps to accomplish the goal he wants because he has some anxiety issues Mm -hmm. that he says, okay, I know what my goal is. Now I'm freaking out because I have this homework goal that's due in four months and, and I don't know how to get there. And, you know, I'm exaggerating, but it makes
0: a better story. But it's similar but, to what I said about Helen. Yeah. Like, my thing was like, oh, excuse or I don't know how to get there. So you have yeah. to take the steps so, to learn how to get there.
1: So, you know, Joseph needs to learn, okay, I've got the goal. I just need to take the bite-sized chunks mm-hmm. and I'll get there. That's kind of how my wife is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, our 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 daughter, our first our, our daughter, she is one. She has kind of that artistic mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry if you're an artist and you're not like this, but it's kind of what, kind of flighty, and um, so she needs some goals. To say, hey, this is what I want to do so that she actually accomplishes something instead of just having these vague ideas uh, of what it is. So so I think goal setting is good. I mean, our five-year-old, I don't think there's a goal setting there. Um, Our eight-year-old, maybe a little bit. um, But I think it helps you not be lazy. Right. Um, And I I come from the same boat that you do, Rick, that – you know, I have a tendency to be lazy or even find the thing, do the thing that's more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always heard people say, if you have hard tasks, do the, do it first. Right. And well, when I get my to-do list, I'm like, okay, I can do, I, there's six things on there. I can do these four things and mark them off, right. and then I'm two-thirds of the way done, and I'll feel good.
0: Yeah, and now, what I'll usually do is, like, i I'm just going to take a break. I take a break because I've done four of the six, or so I need a break.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's where I get to. The, yeah. Well, I just never get to the And <laughs> the I'm other two never get done. And, and the first two were the ones that were the most important right. and the hardest, and the last four were things that really didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh i don't know we could make it up uh, whatever it is but yeah. you, know, you know number one save the world number two is take my kids swimming three is eat lunch and four is uh take a shower yeah. you know so i'll do two three and four never worry about number one right. and but then I'm like that's a c i yeah. it's 75 percent done
0: i'm good right so now one of the things and, and uh i'm gonna make a resolution right here to take uh, more concise notes but I looked up on this website, it was kazootime.com, parenting tips, uh, oh, here it is, four reasons kids need structure and predictable routines. So structure and predictable routines, I think, you know, like we talked about, having a goal or new resolution gets them in that, okay, how do I accomplish this goal? So there's structure. Uh, and I think one of the things it said is emotional and social development, sense of security, sense of competence, and a self-discipline. I think... I think the the most important one to our conversation today is that last one. It's self discipline. So it teaches you, hey, you know, like the example of Joseph, I have this homework goal that's four months down the road. I can't put it off until a week to go because I'll never get it done. And I I speak uh, of what I know because in seminary, I'd have to write all these, uh, especially in Hebrew and Greek, you'd have to write all these papers and they they're you know, they were like 70 pages, but like, Fortieth, half of it was like charts and stuff, but I would always do the research and like, whew, I need a break. And then like the weekend before, I, you know, it's due on uh, like Sunday night at midnight, or, and I'd go to Holly and be like, hey, uh, I'm gonna need Friday, Saturday, and Sunday all day to finish this paper. I'll be in the basement. Good luck with the kids. Um, and then, I, you know, I came across another article that maybe we'll, uh, we'll get into it sometime, but it was about procrastination. The, the, everyone knows the biblical story, the sluggard and the ant. Uh, and so I realized, look, that wasn't fair to her to dump all this on her because I was procrastinating. Um, and so, you know, the slugger and the ant, it sees, look, the ant doesn't need someone to tell it what to do. It, it does its uh, job every day, every day to prepare, you know, gathering food to prepare for winter. Where the sluggard uh, just lays there and, like, you know, I think it's there's a lion in the street. So I, I'm not going out in the street, which is – it's supposed to rain today, so I'm not going to paint my parents' house. But – so I think that those resolutions or those goals – I think like we mentioned, our or you mentioned, are good, because when they feel like they're a part of the family even at a young age. But also it shows them how to be self-disciplined and self-determined.
1: <laughs> and it just shows, it just helps them to accomplish what they would like to accomplish. Now, I think we have to be careful that we don't put those goals on them. Um, that we That we're not putting goals on them, that we're not pushing them too hard that uh, because i can see that also be the case where we would push them and say hey jp you like football here's what you need to do even though you're eight years old you need to um, go out and run every day and you need to you know do your football drills every day no video games um, and again i'm exaggerating but we can push it and he, and him get to a couple years later say I really don't like football that much,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but to help them shape what they want to do, uh, even at a young age, and I think that you see at a young age that the kids somewhat know what they want. I mean, Joseph for a year for three or four or five years has said he wants to be a missionary, and so how do I help push? How do I help him start setting some goals now? Mm-hmm that will allow him to be more successful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and so that's why what, what we're I'm thinking through. I haven't really accomplished yeah. much with it. So.
0: so as we're kind of working our way through this podcast, we've touched on uh, resolutions, goals, are they good? I think we'd say yes. Are, are, are they beneficial for kids? Yes. Um, how, how would you look at it theologically or biblically? And I, I think maybe we've kind of talked about it, but is it good? Is it bad? How should we... Uh, Biblically view these goals or resolutions we set. Well, I would look
1: at it. I don't know that the Bible ever mentions New Year's resolutions. I, I doubt it does. I don't know a place that. Uh uh-uh. Okay. Rick says no. He's
0: the theologian. I'm They're, just the accountant. Yeah, so their year it was like ten yeah. months. And, and so, so,
1: so but there are lots of things of uh, preparation. Mm-hmm of, you know, what you talked about, the, the lazy, the sluggard versus the ant, yeah. um, looking a lot of things in Proverbs of the, you know, um, count your costs before you do something, um, I, nothing's, nothing else is coming strictly to mind, but there are lots of Proverbs and other places that it says to do what you can now mm-hmm. um, so that you're ready. And in that in that world, they you know talk a lot about the harvest uh, because you have to work your land throughout the whole year so that you're ready for the harvest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had goals. They they had to, or they wouldn't they wouldn't survive. Yep. So I think they are they are important. Um, we just have to be careful in the I think in the Western world to. Um, make sure we know what's most important
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you can you could listen to this podcast and say well they're saying biblically we don't want to be a sluggard so i better work my tail off all the time and sorry family um you get thrown to the curb because i don't want to be considered a sluggard right well sabbath day there there's the sabbath the sabbath is important yeah Um, uh, There is also, you you know, why, you know, looking at your why, why are you working so hard? Is it because I really have the love of money Mm -hmm. and the things? Um, And and so there there are, you have, there has to be some kind of balance in there.
0: Yeah. And I I think, you know. That's a great point you made at the end. It's, it's, it goes back to why. Why am I doing this? You know, am I working hard? Is it for my glory or God's glory? And, and I think you know, as Christians, we can see. Yes, we need to work hard, provide for our family, but that doesn't. Uh, Remove us from the responsibility of being a, a, a parent that's present, also.
1: Well, and sometimes that's not possible. I mean, I uh, I think I think it was Ben Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, he he would in his I think it was his biography that I was reading that he said that his mom had to work two jobs. Mm-hmm. She was a single mom, got herself in that situation, um, you know, probably with mistakes. I don't know how it happened, but why whatever, whatever happened. She said, "I got to feed my family, and I got to get them out of this terrible school. I got to get them into a slightly better school, and so I'm working two jobs. So I am home from midnight till six in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing my kids, mm-hmm. but I am going to parent them and going to take care of them. But I'm not working so I can buy a new right. new Lexus or you know go yeah. on superb vacations." I'm working so I can take care of my right. kids.
0: So her why for her not being present was this is for my kids and to better them yes. as opposed to I need a fifth car yes. to put my garage back in the back. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah. and so so it's not always sometimes we also want to look and say, okay, we you know we have to do this for our kids. Um, because our kids become our idol, mm-hmm. or our work becomes our idol, or whatever it is, um, it's, so it's not always a
0: clear-cut answer. But it, it really comes down to why. Yep, I think that's. Uh, I don't know if I think that's a perfect way to end today, unless you have anything else. But you know, I think we, you know resolutions. I think we've maybe determined. Look, goals are probably a better thing, and it doesn't matter if it's you set them on the first of the year. Or the sixth month of the year uh, but they're beneficial and they're important but the biggest thing is to see your heart in the matter is why am I doing this Yep. so anything you want to add no I just say that uh, there's
1: lots of books out there on goal-setting and there are lots of methods um, why is always important accountability can be important mm-hmm. um, putting a plan To the goal or resolution is
0: very important. So the why, getting a plan, and maybe the biggest thing is having an accountability partner that you say, "Hey, you know, hold me to it. If you see me not, you you know, if you see me going in the refrigerator for uh, three scoops of vanilla ice cream with some Hershey chocolate sauce on it, you know, call me out on it." So,
1: and sometimes that accountability partner should not be your wife.
0: (laughs) For the sake of our marriage, for the sake
1: of uh, yeah, Um, it it just depends on your relationship. Um, it's gotta be somebody that can tell you without you getting super offended Mm -hmm. and and destroying the whole household. I, my wife is, and this is not because of my my wife, this is because of me, because when she says something to me, I, it hurts my feelings real Mm -hmm. bad that Rick, if you said it, I would (laughs) I tell you're stupid and move on. (laughs) Um, so, uh. And so it's hard for her to be my accountability partner because of who I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, um, so, but that, yeah, that's important to have somebody. Good deal. All right.
0: Hopefully, uh, everyone found this show to be beneficial. I enjoyed it, uh, and hopefully, you did too. Uh, we'll be back uh, next month with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Today's show is brought to you by Four Garb. Four Garb sells all types of handmade bags and decorative plates in Vietnam and other places. Every dollar is either reinvested back into the business or used to provide education, clean water, or business training in the local communities. Check out Four Garb at online. That's the number four, Garb.Online. Also, when purchasing an item, use the discount code F to receive free shipping. Thank you.